France is home to Western Europe's biggest Jewish and Muslim populations. The two largely live side by side, but they're often divided. Tensions have been rising since last March when a man named Mohamed Marah gunned down seven people, including three children, at a Jewish school in Toulouse. Marat was later killed in a firefight with French police. Marat's case is an extreme one, but there have been an alarming number of anti-Semitic attacks across France this year. Most of the assailants were identified as young Muslim men. Amy Bracken brings us this report about people trying to address the problem. I'm on a rather unusual bus driving through working-class suburbs of Paris. The 1970s vehicle is plastered with colorful posters with slogans of peace, and a banner above the windshield saying, Jews and Muslims, no to discrimination. I can see pedestrians gawking, and that's the point. A rabbi and an imam are taking this bus on a tour of France. They're visiting Muslim and Jewish communities to promote mutual understanding. Rabbi Michel Serfati is the organizer. He's been doing this for seven years, and he says it's not getting any easier. The Jews, today, live in fear. Jews today live in fear. When I tell people I'm going into this kind of pressure cooker, everyone is afraid for me. Everything goes well, but the reality of the teaching of hatred is incontestable. We've been told of children as young as six years old who reek of hatred for Jews, reek of anti-Semitism. They learn it from their parents. Outside a marketplace, Serfati and Imam Mohammed Azizi strike up conversation with a woman in a headscarf. They show her a booklet on customs common to Jews and Muslims. The woman says she gets it, but she's still upset by the images she sees on TV of what's happening to the Palestinians. Sarfati urges people to focus on what's happening in France instead of the Middle East. But the issue keeps coming up. 16-year-old Jihan Lawi stops to check out the bus. She's a Muslim student at a Catholic school. She says she thinks the tour is a good idea because there are tensions among her peers. She says people post things on Facebook about Israel and Palestine, and it gets everyone worked up. Serfati notes that that kind of tension occasionally erupts into anti-Jewish violence. The rate of attacks goes up and down depending on what's happening in the Middle East and on the economic crisis in France. In the neighborhoods where the schools aren't working and people feel isolated, anti-Semitism develops because Jews are assumed to be at the head of the media, at the head of the banks, at the head of the power. So people blame the Jews. And this is a difficult time, according to Sami Gozlan. Gozlan heads France's National Bureau of Vigilance against anti-Semitism. He says anti-Jewish incidents have spiked since the Marat shootings in Toulouse. Today, he says, Jews avoid going out late, going to certain neighborhoods, wearing yarmulkes. He says some Muslims who share Marat's extreme views have taken inspiration from him. In September, masked men threw grenades into a kosher grocery store in the heavily Jewish and Muslim suburb of Sarcelles, north of Paris. One person was injured. Police say a Muslim convert killed in an October raid was implicated in the grenade attack. On this afternoon, there are plenty of shoppers at the grocery store, and the owner of the kosher market next door says the grenade attack was an isolated incident. He says we never have any problems. Sometimes there's some anti-Semitic graffiti about what's happening with Palestine, but City Hall cleans it off pretty quickly. 
Still, some Muslim leaders are taking steps to counteract the most negative perceptions. Hassan Chalgoumi led a delegation of 17 imams to Israel last month. They met President Shimon Peres and visited the graves of the three children killed by Marat. We wanted to show a positive side of France, of diversity, of coexistence, because they don't know us. There are Israelis who think all French Muslims are Marat. I met youths who said to me, you're all like Marat. And many Muslims in France fear that their fellow Frenchmen think the same thing. One Moroccan shop owner told me the police treat young Muslim men as future Marats. But while Marat was clearly an extreme case, some see him as a product of his environment. One of his brothers says they were raised to hate Jews. In the chic Paris neighborhood of Le Marais, a fashion designer named Maud Perl runs a boutique. Perl is the great-granddaughter of Alfred Dreyfus. That's Captain Dreyfus, who was jailed on trumped-up charges of treason and became a symbol of French anti-Semitism at the turn of the last century. Perl says when she was a girl, her grandmother told her about Dreyfus, but she really felt a connection to him when Catholic classmates shunned her after they found out she was Jewish. I was very marked by that experience. I suddenly found myself at the heart of a story that was repeating itself. And while she says overt anti-Semitism seemed to go away for decades, it resurfaced in 2000 with the Palestinian Intifada. I think that we've let the situation deteriorate for so long that it will be very difficult to fix it. But we absolutely must. And that's why Rabbi Michel Serfati rides around on an old bus trying to close the gap between neighbors of different faiths. For The World, I'm Amy Bracken, Paris.